Hey guys, and thanks for joining us at IED Sports. Today we're talking about the MLS, the first round, the round of 16, which just passed, and we're going to make some predictions for the next round moving forward. Thank you for joining us at IED Sports. We're here, of course, with Alex. Alex, how you doing today? All right, not bad. How you doing, Bob? I see you sporting a Manchester United jersey there. I nice. am. I, I nice. ordered one. I was going to wear mine tonight too, and that would have been uncanny. It would have. I was going to uh, wear. I actually ordered one, and they sent me two. So look at me. I got two Manchester. Yeah, uh, not bad. Proud with your third place in the Premier League, and no one thought you would be there. You Champions League spot. You have every right to be proud to be a Man U fan right now. Absolutely. Finally turning around after some. Uh, bad times but today we're talking mls you know id sports we're covering american sports first and the round of 16 just happened we had three games that went into penalties that is columbus minnesota portland cincinnati and sporting versus vancouver there have been a few upsets toronto losing to nycfc three to one on sunday and san jose uh absolutely sticking it to rsl five two on monday night um so we're going to talk about a couple of those games first. I guess we can start chronologically. And the first game started with uh, Orlando City versus the Montreal Impact. This series uh, historically has been all Montreal. I think they are uh, four wins and one tie against Orlando City in the five times they met before. But today, uh, today, uh, when they played this time, uh, the game kind of went the other way. Yeah, I was interested to see how uh, Henri was going to, you know, coach this game they've had some success in the champions league this is a tournament type you know Henri's still getting his feet wet as a head coach being successful uh, but Montreal doesn't have any scoring to me I mean you know Boyan's not doing it uh, you can park the bus all you want Victor Vanyama has been excellent I mean don't get me wrong excellent a- acquisition I mean they need a lot more help there I mean they can only park the bus for so long and trying to hit Johnny Counter and results you know they, they can't you can't play like that every week and Orlando I mean They've been hot since they got down to the tournament. A lot of people took Nani. Uh, Mueller's been a relevation. Uh, they got you know a bunch of new South American players in the midfield. Uh, Perea has his own system. Seems to be working. Orlando's a totally different team. They've never been to the playoffs since they joined MLS, and right now they look like a playoff team. Orlando came in, and, and they got that 60th minute, 60th minute goal uh, by Akindele, and then just sparked the bus. I think um, Oscar Pereja was the better coach on the day. He made those defensive subs. They invited a little more pressure than I would have liked at the end, but there was absolutely no creativity by Montreal. They knew that. They don't have the playmaker. You need Yachty. to do that against some yeah. teams in the league, but you can do it against Montreal. Um, yeah. And they went away with a victory. Game was interesting, but not you know too intense. No, again, you know Montreal, uh, they Piatti's gone. They didn't replace the midfield. Wanyama's a totally different player. He's more defensive. They, they need more creativity. Boyan's been very disappointing so far. Uh, I don't know how long that experiment's going to last. Henri, again, he's experimenting. The ownership is giving him a loose uh, leash to do what he wants. So I'm expecting some learning uh, pains with Henri. However, he, his teams are going to be ready to play. If you lay down Montreal, you're going to lose to Montreal. They're they're intense. They're in your face. They just need a little more talent. Absolutely. Now, the next game up was Philadelphia Union versus New England Revolution. Also a 1-0 game. Not really too much to talk about here. There were 30 total shots. It was a pretty good game, uh, but only 10 of those shots were on target. As you said in our preview show, Charles Gill uh, was not available, and it seems like this New England Revolution it, offense is going to run through him. Uh, Buxa and Boo, uh, Buxa and Bo did not have the service 
They looked lost at times. Uh, do you have anything to say here for the uh, New England Revolution? No, you know, Hill is their whole, he's like a Pazuelo to them. Without him, they're, they're still a dangerous team. Don't get me wrong. Buxa and Bo is still dangerous, but they, they're missing that one player to, to create a player to get them yeah. balls in open spaces to capitalize, and that's what they did not have in this game. Bruce Dewey is still, they're going to be in every game. New England's an excellent team. They've greatly improved. Defensively, they're much better than they used to be. Uh, you know, not having Hill, there was not, not every having, game. I assume yeah. you mean his with, with his coaching style. He'll be in every well, game. Yeah, he'll it, literally correct. not be in the next game because he got a red card in uh, after but, the end of the game. He couldn't let it go. He had to run up and talk to the refs, and uh, they sent him off for the next one. So. Well, he's a legend. He could do it. But I, I don't want to take anything for Philadelphia. Philadelphia's been excellent in this tournament. From the goalie Andre Blake, who might be the best goalie in MLS. That's that's a debate, but I like to think he's the best goalie in MLS. Mark McKenzie in defense is getting calls for Celtic, I mean, to go over in Europe. Aronson's getting calls from all over Europe, from France to Holland to Celtic. Uh, he's been a young attacking midfield, and they got two yeah, finishers in Santos and Chappelle. With Jim Curtin's system, they have that the press. They play like a lot of teams, the high press. Philadelphia is an excellent team, and people are, you know, they'll see you off the bench to get a spark. They have that, that seems to be a new strategy now, especially in this tournament. They got some, uh, uh, Bedoya's a defensive a pain in the ass, you know, in midfield, an agitator. They're next. They could win this tournament, Philadelphia. I mean, they're they're excellent team. Let's not take anything away from Philadelphia beating New England without Hill. They could have they could have beat them even with Hill was there. Philadelphia's that good. Fair enough. But this one went down to a one zero uh, goal. Now uh, moving on a little bit, NYCFC. Yeah, I, this team, uh, this Toronto. Yeah, and, uh, that was an ugly, ugly game for Toronto. Terrible, okay. terrible game. Toronto is out of attacking options. Of course, Altidore is, you know, always in the med tent. And then you got uh, uh, Io Akinola, who is kind of a revelation for this team in the first they couple of games. They had a hamstring in this game. And they, there, was, there was just nothing, nothing left here on the field for Toronto. NYCFC, their offense actually clicked. We've been waiting for that all season. This is the first game I've seen them play in 2020 where I said, wow, they can actually put the ball in the net, they they were they backed into the yeah. round of fifteen, and now it looks like they're taking it back. They're getting hot at the right time. I don't know. I don't. Again, Max. Know. To me, to me, Maxi Morales is the key to this team. He had a quad injury, so they suffered at the beginning of the tournament. Now, I know I don't think he's one hundred percent, but he's close. When he's on the field, they're a totally different team. He's their midfield general. He sprays the ball over the field up front. You can see what you want. In other teams' league: Castellanos, Matriza, a bear, a Schrader, uh, to to uh, what was kills his name? Tahati Shad. You know what I'm talking about. You'll edit yeah, that later. Shoddy, the, uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they—they they, offensively they're loaded, and and they, and they got the midfielder to get him the ball. When Morales is there, they're so much more dangerous. Now that he's there, NYC that they could win this whole thing now just because of Max. Again, Alex in the ring. I've talked about him before. Unbelievable defensive midfielder. Their goalie is, is a upper echelon in MLS. Might not be the best, but he's definitely top ten. The defense is top five. NYCFC when they're clicking, if they have Morales and not no injuries, they're a dangerous team. I wanted to add a side note. Omar Gonzalez is a commonly oh. a punching bag for us on oh. the U.S. Men's National Team. He oh, did not boy. look like an MLS defender in this game. Oh, I thought there was time. It looked like he was the worst player on the field. I think he picked up a yellow for. Oh, story. he was step slow, a bad pass, a step slow turnover, and out of position. I don't know how many times I counted him on one hand, and in just in one half alone, uh, he's definitely lost a step. Uh, again, Toronto to go far defensively, they got to short up. They got to get him better, find a better center back. I mean, uh, he's got to play better for them to have any chance. Absolutely. Now, SKC in Vancouver took its penalties. SKC won. They will move on. Uh, crew lost to Minnesota United in penalties. 
Uh, although I think crew had a better roster oh, yeah. United yeah. will advance. Um, Tyler Miller for me was really the difference maker in net for Minnesota. And uh, I've killed he, him in the past. He was good. I've killed him in the past. He was excellent in, 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 in that game, especially in penalties. Again, when it comes to penalty kicks, it's, it's anyone's game. Yeah, you can play my game as the goalie. See, you look at statistics, the goalie saved doing one out of eight or whatever it is. It, it, it's, it, it, it's like a free throw contest. Once in a while, the ball doesn't go in the net and you lose. And that's just what happens. And it, it's, it's a shame that sometimes games have to come down to this, but that's how it is. Especially since there was no overtime, they went right into penalties. Yeah. Which was, it, I think it made the last couple minutes a little more interesting of each game because these teams were really going after it in, in the yeah. 90th minute. And the, the subs matter more. The subs matter more. You get absolutely extra and, um, you know, coaches. Coaches are going to help your team advance. You can start, you can start, maybe you might want to bring in uh, extra forward late again that's better at penalties than one of your defenders. Late, that was one of your last subs thinking, you know, he might be your fifth penalty ticket. A lot of strategy involved in this if you can go to penalty games. Again, it comes down to coaching when it comes to something like that. Last game I kind of want to talk about is Seattle Sounders um, mm. against LAFC. This game was all, LA, all LAFC from the beginning. Uh, 14th minute on, uh, they scored a goal. It was 2-0 at halftime with a Latif Blessing goal. And uh, although Seattle had 60% possession, they were hit against the run of play two more times. Yeah, well, yeah a lot of that possession was when the, the game was done. The LAFC's press is suffocating. I mean, Seattle couldn't get the ball out of their own end in that first half. I mean, no, no Vela, no Diamante. It doesn't really matter. Diego Rossi, was he got seven goals in the tournament now? I mean, it, this they got they got a sniper. They got a Hall of Fame coach. They play a full attacking style soccer, creativity, LAFC. They're hitting on all cylinders without their best players, which is scary. I feel like there was a little extra storyline here in that uh, – Seattle Sounders won the cup, although LAFC was probably the best team in the league last year, and they won the Shield. So I think uh, some of that was just kind of add into the uh, yeah, Seattle. LAFC yeah. wants LAFC is putting this league on notice. They want you to know they are the best team. They're putting <laughs> the target on their own back here, and it's bold, bold, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it works out. Uh, they're playing. They're playing excellent. I mean, they're scoring goals like left and right. Three goal, two goals is like the least they scored in every game in this tournament. I think. I mean, that's crazy. And you know, without their top two scores. Absolutely. Now we have four games in the next couple days. This is the round of eight, the quarterfinal, and then a couple days off. Then we'll have two, and then we'll see who the champion is. So we're definitely getting deep into the playoffs here, and there are four very interesting games uh, ahead next week. First match, quarterfinals. We have Philly versus Sporting KC. Coach Jim Curtin has had this uh, Philadelphia squad looking tight defensively so far in Orlando. For me, they're more tactically sound. But SKC is obviously the more dynamic team. Both these teams run through their midfield, so I prefer SKC. I said Gotti, Kinda, um, Ilya, Espinoza, all having great tournaments so far. This is a t- for me. I had a hard time picking this game, but I agree with you on this. The team with the best player in the field is going to win, and that's Alan Polito in Kansas City. Uh, Philadelphia's player. I just you know talked about. I wouldn't be surprised if Philadelphia wins this game, but. Alan Flew is the best player on the field. It's going to be a tight, close game, a low scoring, one nothing, 2-1, something like that. But I'm expecting Sporting Kansas City to move on in this. Absolutely. And to me, you know, it's going to be it's going to be down to coaching a little bit. Um, Vermes is a great coach for Sporting Kansas City. I mean, you know, but... It's the I, great battle of, of, of tactics versus skill. And we're going to see it play out on the field. Uh, I am taking Sporting KC, but I think this could go either way. Right. This is a great game. game. If you're, you're a fan, you want to watch this game. This is a great game. If you're not a fan, you want to watch this game. Yeah, this, this is a good game. Next up is going to be not a good game. Orlando versus LAFC. Orlando have been turned around by coach Oscar Preha. However, Dom Dwyer 
exited the tournament early. They're better without him. I mean, they, they play better without him. I talked about it on the show last week. I think they're better without him. And, you know, he, I don't know what injury he had, a hamstring or something. I don't know. He's not there, but they don't need him. So they're better without him. But, again, the Cinderella slipper, it's over for Orlando. You're playing LAFC that's, like, shooting, scoring goals left and right. Oscar Pay has got a – I don't know what I don't know what strategy. To me, if you're going to be LAFC, I think you have to go head to head them. If you sit back, they'll kill you. I think you have to go head to head. You have to go. You have to try to outscore them. If you sit back, they will they will pick you apart. And there parking are the bus is not going to work. Is not going to work with these guys. There are players uh, here in Orlando that that have looked very good. Chris Mueller in that one game scoring two goals. And he's been a little quiet since. Um, Jackson in midfield has been very good defensively for Orlando. So there are bright spots for this team. Nani Nani's played well. The one thing I have to say about Cinderella stories is people like to use that word as only a positive. What happens at the end. At the end, everything goes back to normal. And, uh, you know, it's midnight for Orlando in, uh, in Orlando against LAFC. Yeah, if, I'm, if I'm betting, I know the odds are terrible, but I'm taking LAFC. This is the, the, to me, this is the closest thing to a sure thing that there is in this, in out of these four games. Absolutely. Now, what is not a sure thing is, is the next game, game three. Matias Almeida's San Jose Earthquakes versus yes. Heat love these guys United, another really great team. Another one yes. I don't know who to take. Um, I love both teams; they've been great to watch so far in this tournament and all season long. Um, both teams are weak at defending leads. We can say that. Where there's definitely going to be some uh, 85th minute drama in this one, I think. Um, on paper, you got to look at guys like Vaco, Christian Espinoza that just finish the ball. You have Wando on the bench for San Jose Quakes, and I think that that's going to make the difference, is finishing. Minnesota United might be the better team, might have more scoring opportunities, but just isn't finding the net when they need to for enough for me. And I think San Jose has that killer instinct. If they ha- if you give them a, a chance, they're going to find that net. They're, they're not missing shots. And a, a lot of times, even you know, if you look at Atlanta, what Atlanta's done, LAFC in their first game left five goals on the table. Finish your chances. That is why San Jose... Earthquakes are going to take this game, I believe. Uh, you know, I've been loved San Jose the whole time, this whole tournament. I've been, I've been to me, they're the most exciting team. Other than LAFCs, older games are drama, competitive scoring, late drama. I'm made of dancing on a silent, celebrating when they do something well. The, t- yeah. the San Jose unit, they look so close knit, such a team they are. I mean, it's, I'll, I'm staying with them. I'm taking San Jose the, as far as I can take it. I'm taking San Jose. This is a great, Minnesota, Adrian Heath has done a great job there. You know, they're going to, uh, they're going to try to cut any open spaces, pockets of space that San Jose seems to do with uh, their midfield creating chances up front. Uh, to me, Grey Goose is an excellent. Uh, was that Robbie Lude? I'm pronouncing his name wrong. The Finnish uh, guy. Rod, yeah. Yeah, I mean, excellent. But I'm going to have. To, I'm going to, I'm, San Jose to me looks like they're just. They're, I, I trust their offense more than I trust Minnesota's offense. You need to score to win this game, so San Jose is going to win. Maybe if Ike Opara was uh, making the trip. Oh, yeah, I would, yeah, absolutely. That would change a lot. Story. Yes. Right now, Minnesota, a lot of skill. Really, really fun. Good good team to watch. Amarillo, what's his name? Amarillo, the 25, we predicted 25 goals. is yeah. He had an abductor strain early, and he does not look good at all. And that is a problem for Minnesota. Doesn't look that the is same. a problem. We, we said we thought he might have a chance at getting 25 <laughs> earlier. Um, looks like that dream is all but finished for 2020. Yeah, he's not adjusting to MLS at all. So I don't know if it's an adjustment period coming from another country. The injuries bother him, a combination of both, you know, the long layoff. But he has not looked good as a amount of bragging he did before the season starts. Now, the next game is interesting. NYCFC versus Portland. Uh, Portland mm-hmm. has been in a mix-up. They tied LAFC, which was an amazing game. 
and then they go out and tie Cincinnati. You can't be doing that. They so, almost lost that game. They almost lost that game. And Cincinnati could have won that game late. Uh, that would have been crazy. I, I don't know how that happens, how you play so drastically. You can't underestimate your opponent. You got to go out there and hit him in the mouth. And for NYCFC, who looked terrible most of this year, they looked really good in their last game. So I think if this was back in Portland, if this was a regular season game, I'd be taking them all the way. This is not a normal game. And I think uh, NYCFC has the chance to, to be dangerous and, and take it and, and win this matchup. If, if Morales, Bear, Castellanos, Matriza, three of the four are starting, I'm taking the NYCFC in this game. Uh, that's, that's all I need to say. They, they, they're too talented not to score. Uh, again, Giovanni Savarisi in Portland, excellent team. You know, I think of Valeri. Ebobisi has been very good up front. He's had, what, three or four goals in the, the Polish uh, super sub off the bench. Nizgoda has got a couple goals uh, in this tournament. Uh, still, uh, on paper, NYCFC has better players. I'm going to go with NYCFC in this game. Absolutely. And when, when I think of this game, I kind of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reminded. I had, to, I had to go back and look. So against Toronto, when NYCFC was pouring it on, seven of their 11 shots were on target. They weren't wasting it. They were looking for their opportunity. And what is the bigger number for me? You know how many block shots Toronto had in that game? Zero. Omar Gonzalez. Block <laughs> shots. They were open. They Omar were Gonzalez, open yeah. in the defensive zone. And when you get open in the defensive zone and can find, put the ball in the net, you're keeping the goalie honest, and you have a good chance to win the game. I really like Portland. I want to take them here, but I... I'm the same with you, but I'm taking NYCFC. I got to take that. To me, they look better. I mean, on paper, that's a Toronto game alone, what I saw from NYC. That's the NYCFC I kind of expected this year. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm exp- now I think they're clicking on those songs, getting all their guys back. Sure. Like I said, if, if most of those guys are in the lineup that I mentioned before, Morales, Castellanos, Matriza, Bear, uh, you know, three out of four starting, they're going to win this. Yeah. All right. So that's what we have for this week. Uh, next week, we'll be covering this round and, and looking ahead. And we also have... Uh, the, the week of sharks, I can't actually call it the name that the other people call it, but I can call it shark season. Shark season is going to be upon us, so we're going to be filming those episodes soon and getting that out there. So a uh, very exciting week here at IED Sports. Alex, do you have anything for us before we head out? No, we'll be back next week to talk about the Final Four and uh, this MLS tournament. It's been excellent. I hope you guys have been uh, watching it. Uh, the bubble works. Other sports need to take notice. You know, you see what's going on in the Major League Baseball and NFL, the positive cases and Take some lessons from MLS with the bubble. They've done as well. They really have. Absolutely. Garber, we are being nice to you for two episodes in a row. Guys, don't, don't get used to it. Don't get used to it.